0: Hi everyone, my name is Sanjana Desai and I'm a teen intern here at Vox. After a brief hiatus, Between the Pages is back. Over the past few months, BookTok has been blowing up. Book talk is a TikTok subcommunity dedicated to books and literature. Creators make videos about the books they read, reviewing, discussing, and joking about them. The genres of these books vary, but many authors specialize in young adult fiction, young adult fantasy, and romance. I for one get very confused in the depths of all these book recommendations because it's so hard to find someone who likes the same books as you. So I am here to show you my uncensored opinions about the top 5 books I read in March. In March, I read nine books, so here's the honest truth about them. Without further ado, here is my March book wrap up. The first book was The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides. So this book is about Alicia Bernison, and her life is seemingly perfect. She's a famous painter married to an in-demand fashion photographer, and she lives in a grand house with these big windows overlooking a park in one of London's most desirable areas. One evening, her husband Gabriel returns home late from a fashion shoot and Alicia shoots him five times in the face and then she never speaks another word. Alicia's refusal to talk or give any kind of explanation turns a domestic tragedy into something far grander, a mystery that captures the public imagination and casts Alicia into a notary. The price of her art skyrockets and she, The silent patient is hidden away from the tabloids and the spotlight at The Grove, a secure forensic unit in North London. Theo Faber is a criminal psychologist who has waited a long time for the opportunity to work with Alicia. His determination to get her to talk and unravel the mystery of why she shot her own husband takes him down a twisting path. This is the first psychological thriller I have ever read because... I get scared easily and I'm not one for jump scares but this book was incredible it didn't have a lot of jump scares while there were some moments that terrified me it was it was so worth it because this book was incredible I was engulfed into this book from like the first page and I'm not just saying that to get you guys to read it because I was so skeptical about reading this this book sat on my bookshelf for months before I even considered picking it up but I finally convinced myself to and I mean this book just takes you on the most crazy journey ever and the plot twists there are multiple plot twists in this book as most thrillers and psychological related books are it, it just had me on the edge of my seat I mean and I know people say that a lot about a lot of books but the characters were so well described and you I feel like I was really in their shoes and I feel like that is kind of occurring in a lot of the books that I really like and I feel like we were able to understand so much about Theo, who's the main character, and the book is bold. I will say it's like it's definitely direct. Like sometimes, like the first words, um, of the book are kind of just like, oh my gosh, did the author just say that? Like the book starts with Alicia shot her husband five times. Like that's what the whole book is about, you know, and we get to uncover so much about why Alicia killed her husband, or you know, if she did or if she didn't, you know. And we learn a lot about Theo, who is the psycho- psychotherapist who wants to kind of dive into Alicia's case. And this book, I mean, if you are one who has been kind of scared to check out Psychological Thriller, this book is for you. Five out of five stars. Read it in like a day. Love it. My next book is Daisy Jones and the Six. This is a book by Taylor Jenkins Reed, a author you might have heard me mention in last episodes when I was talking about one of my favorite books ever, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. So this is a gripping novel about the whirlwind rise of an iconic 1970s rock group and their beautiful lead singer, revealing the mystery behind their infamous breakup. Now, before I go any further, I want to say that when I started reading this book, I thought it was nonfiction. Like the way the author writes, everything just sounded so realistic. The way Reed is able to set a setting and she's able to describe these band members and you know things they would do in their free time and how they performed. I was like, What? I was halfway through the book and I was kind of going through Goodreads trying to see like why so many people like this nonfiction book because I'm not one for nonfiction, it's definitely something I want to explore. And I was, it was fiction, and I think that made me appreciate Reed's writing so much more. So, Daisy is a girl coming of age in Los Angeles in the late 60s, sneaking into clubs on the Sunset Strip, sleeping with rock stars, and dreaming of singing at the Whiskey Go-Go. The sex and drugs are thrilling, but it's the rock and roll she loves the most. By the time she's 20, her voice is getting noticed, and she has the kind of heedless beauty that people do crazy things for. Another band getting noticed is The Six, led by the brooding Billy Doon. On the eve of their first tour, his girlfriend, Camila, finds out she's pregnant, and with the pressure of impending fatherhood and fame, Billy goes a little wild on the road. Daisy and Billy cross paths when a producer realizes the key to supercharged success is putting the two together. This book has a different style than any other book I've read. So this book is an interview, so it will tell anecdotes of an event for example, like a concert that they performed at and like every sentence is someone else giving their perspective of the event and it's written literally an interview, um, it's written like an interview format so it'll kind of say Daisy and then something she said and then it'll say Graham who was Billy's brother and it'll say something he said and like being able to hear the story from so many points of views just makes it so, I don't know, so much cooler And this book actually has a playlist that goes along with it which is on like the first page and I loved it. I thought that was so cool and I really liked listening to it while I was reading the book. And it's something that a lot of the books I've read have and it's definitely something that I really like to see in a book because it just kind of makes me feel so much closer to the characters in the book. I was definitely skeptical of this book at first because I didn't really understand what I was reading. I didn't know it was fiction, nonfiction. I didn't really understand what the hype was, but I mean, it was soon enough where I discovered how much I loved it. It's really the relationship that Billy and Daisy have over the course of the novel that just makes it so much more interesting, and the way they're able to help each other overcome addiction and problems that they face in this time period with it being the late 1960s, it's just crazy. It kind of takes you back, and while I don't think it's considered a historical fiction It's pretty close. And the main plot twist that I think everyone's kind of on the edge of their seat for comes towards the end of the book. And obviously, not going to spoil it, but I mean, it's pretty shocking. I would give this book probably a four and a half out of five just because it took a little bit to get into, but it was so worth it. The next book I'm talking about is actually two of my books for my March wrap up. It is the Shatter Me series by. Tara Maffey and she is an excellent author. So this book is a six book series and it also has four novellas. I did not read the novellas because they're kind of hard to find physical copies of but I still thoroughly enjoyed the series. Our main character is this girl named Juliet Ferris, and she has not touched a single person in exactly 264 days. The last time she did it was an accident but the re-establishment locked her up for murder no one knows why juliet's touch is fatal as long as she doesn't hurt anyone else no one really cares the world is too busy crumbling to pieces to pay attention to a 17 year old girl diseases are destroying the population food is hard to find birds don't fly anymore and the clouds are the wrong color the reestablishment said their way was the only way to fix things so they threw juliet in a cell now so many people are dead that the survivors are whispering war And the re-establishment has changed its mind. Maybe Juliet is more than a tortured soul stuffed into a poisonous body. Maybe she's exactly what they need right now. And Juliet makes a choice. Be a weapon or be a warrior. This series is hands down the most talked about series on BookTok. If you type in shatter me series to TikTok, you can find like millions of results. I think the hashtag has like a billion views. That is just insane and I was skeptical because I hate being disappointed by book talk because sometimes they are wrong and maybe that's just my taste in books but some I do find a lot of people who don't like the recommendations of book talk which not everyone has the same book taste but I mean this book was insane. The first book is I mean one of the best but my favorite the ones that I'm going to be talking about are the first book and the third book. So just a little bit about it um in the book there are two main Love interests, and this book is dystopian, but it also has hints of romance. And Julia is kind of able to find herself all over again because she was abandoned by her family, by her friends who were scared of her. And this series just takes you through her entire like late teenager and early like twenties, and how she's able to use her powers for the better. And this is a dystopian, but I feel like also gonna have has hints of fantasy because I mean humans don't have powers so it kind of does overlap between just fiction dystopian and fantasy and I'm not um a big fan of fantasy just because I find it really really confusing but I mean this this book was just in the series my favorite books were shatter me which is the first book in the shatter me series and the third one ignite me in the shatter me series and I mean ignite me was the, the best it was like insane I loved it I could not get enough. I think I like started it one night and then just stayed up till like midnight reading it. It was amazing. And one of the main characters in this book, his name is Aaron Warner. You may have seen some viral TikToks about this character. He's definitely well-liked and he comes off as this harsh military general because his father is the one who started the reestablishment the government program to help relieve the world of its failures after it kind of failed because this is dystopian usually in dystopian novels the world is kind of crumbling and aaron warner wants to use juliet for her powers and i mean we just get to see so much of how she's able to really develop as a character and so much into her life this is just i feel like this series is so comforting to so many people because we just get to see her in every stage of her life I would rate this series a three out of five and while that does sound low it's just because the series as a whole I felt like the end of the series I kind of was lost um but like the first book and the third book that I was just talking about five out of five amazing loved it I definitely recommend this if you're trying to get dystopian or even want to taste fantasy because I think I will definitely be exploring some fantasy after this. My next book and last book for my March wrap-up is The Spanish Love Deception. This book is by Elena Armas and I really don't think I have anything to say. This book was incredible. If I could give this 100 out of 5 stars, I would. And in fact, I am going to give it that. This book is about a girl named Catalina Martin and she works for this tech company in New York and she has this workplace enemy named Erin Blackford and Elena's- not Elena, sorry- Catalina the main character. Elena is the author. Catalina is going to her sister's wedding in Spain and she needs a date so her co-worker who she despises offers to go with her and this book is kind of just about their entire relationship but it's just incredible. I loved it. This book is so like popular on book talk and i just had to read it i like i was getting like fomo from not reading it and i did not regret it this book is a little lengthy i think it's about 500 pages so it did take me like a few days longer than usual to kind of get through the whole thing but so worth it i didn't regret it at all this book is it just kind of gives you all the feelings it gives you kind of all like your favorite tropes that you're looking for in a romance novel and I have recommended this to friends who are huge fans of romance and who have loved this novel and read it in like days which is pretty quick considering its length. I would recommend this book if you are looking for a fun rom-com because I don't know this was it for me and I really enjoyed it and I hope you do too. So with that we are going to conclude thank you so much for listening to this month's book wrap up and i hope you enjoyed the episode and consider trying out one of these amazing books just a reminder that you can stream our podcast on voxetl.org soundcloud spotify and apple music and i will see you all next month for another monthly book wrap up and in the meantime happy reading